This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Bored of too many ads and dull, meaningless chat? We've got neither. Joy Drive, smart, fun radio. One of the latest health trends to hit social media are vitamin patches, and they're spruiked by unqualified influencers who now seem to assume to be an expert on any subject that they want to be. So do vitamin patches actually work? And is there a benefit to delivering them via skin patches? Niall Wheat is an associate professor of the School of Pharmacy at the University of Sydney. Niall, welcome back to Joy Drive. Thank you for having me on again. Are these patches sold as individual vitamins that we may have a genuine deficiency in, or are they targeting um, a wellness consumer? (laughs) That's a big question. So (laughs) we do see them marketed for lots of different things. So they they do have the wellness aspect to it. See, there are patches there for sleep, for menopause, for detox, for hangover. But there are some that do target specific vitamin deficiencies. So like there is one for immunity, which has the vitamin C and the zinc that you would normally find for people that might be deficient in those two nutrients. So how do the uh, patches work? Can every vitamin be delivered via a patch? (laughs) Excellent question. So no, they can't. So the patches work exactly the way you think they're going to. So they have a little bit, they're like a sticker. You pull the backing off, you find a piece of skin that doesn't have too much hair so it'll stick properly um, and a place where it won't get bumped and you put it on and then the the drug or the vitamin is meant to be released from the patch where it goes into the skin and then is meant to find its way into your bloodstream. Now, the problem is you can't just deliver everything through a patch. I mean, how wonderful would it be instead of having to have tablets and injections, we could just have every medicine through a patch. All right, that would be fantastic. The problem is only thing, only vitamins that like oil and fat will be, get absorbed through the skin, and most vitamins don't like oil and fat. They want to be in water, which means they're not going to get through the skin. So chances are these patches don't even work. So if you don't like the tablets, you can't get away from them. You can't really get away from them. There is some chance that they might have some benefit, but unless you physically can't swallow a tablet, the tablets are going to be so much better for you and cheaper for you. Niall, here's a question for you. Is the skin a good absorber of drugs uh, at a known rate? So you, know, you can estimate the amount absorbed and the, you know, the dosage that you're receiving, or is it better to just swallow a pill and absorb it through the gut? Yeah, so the problem is skin is different from, for everyone, right? As you age, your skin changes. The skin on your left arm is different from the skin on your right arm. And if you come from a a non-white background, how your skin absorbs drugs is different. So it's really, really hard for us to predict from one person to the next how well something will be absorbed. We do understand it a lot better from absorption from the stomach and the small intestine. So that's where we we do know that the tablets are going to work. Who uh, regulates the uh, patches? (laughs) So you can buy vitamins anywhere right you can go to Woolworths or Coles or you can go to your pharmacy and buy vitamins and so you think that they don't really need regulation but in Australia there's the government body called the Therapeutic Goods Administration and they're responsible for all medicines including vitamins so if you want to sell vitamins in Australia you actually have to get them registered with the TTA now the big problem for us in Australia at the moment is 
none of these vitamin patches are approved by the government. So it's actually illegal to sell the vitamin patches inside the country. But we can still get them by uh, buying them overseas. The TGA is a very busy organisation. Like all government agencies, they're understaffed, which means they can't go around finding all the people that are non-compliant with the law. And they actually rely on people like you and me and the general public to report when someone's not doing the right thing. Um, so at the moment, you can buy these patches in Australia be simply because uh, the TGA hasn't been in a position to be able to enforce the laws yet. And you can buy them from overseas. The TGA won't stop you from doing that. But because they can't ensure quality and safety, they highly recommend that you don't buy them and have them shipped from overseas. So that would apply, I imagine, uh, Niall, to any vitamin in that we, if we buy one that's that's sold here or manufactured here even, uh, rather than buying one from one of these big overseas uh, retailers. Absolutely. I would never suggest to anyone that they buy something from overseas and online. If you buy in Australia and you buy from a reputable source like a supermarket or pharmacy, you'll know you've got quality. And the key thing to look for is next time you're in the pharmacy, you can even go to your medicine cabinet now. There should be a TGA number on the front of your medicine and it'll either say OSTL and then a five-digit number or OSTR and a five-digit number. And if the packaging doesn't have those numbers on there, you know it's not quality. Could a manufacturer, uh, say overseas, um, of a vitamin just throw in any herb that they discover or come across and say, oh, look, it's got this property and claim that as having that property and then we potentially go and illegally buy it online and go and consume it. Yeah, absolutely they can. And and here's one of the two problems that I have with vitamins. So first of all, if you're buying from overseas, the TGA hasn't inspected their facilities. So we don't know whether they're putting in what they say they're putting in. They might say that they've got valerian root or skullcap or vitamin C and they might be putting in something else or they might be putting in the wrong amount. The other big problem is the TGA hasn't assessed its efficacy, so the amount that they might be putting in might not actually be a safe dose. And you can overdose on vitamins, and this happens far more regularly than what you'd think. So the let's go back to the uh, patches, the vitamin patches. Uh, are they safe? Let's let's assume that uh, you know they, they do get the approval here or they're manufactured here. We buy them here at the local chemist. Can we be assured that they'll be safe then? We can't be assured that they're safe because they're not TGA approved. So again, we don't know that the active ingredients they say are in the patches are actually there. But the more concerning for me is that there are other ingredients, what ingredients we call excipients. They're ingredients that are not meant to give you the physiological effect, but are still there to do things. So for instance, to make the patch sticky and to hold the patch together. The TGA hasn't assessed those ingredients, and some of those can cause quite a bit of irritation to the skin if the wrong chemicals are used as those ingredients. So I would highly recommend to anyone not to use patches until they've been approved by the TGA. No, you know what? I'm going to stick to the vitamin tablets. I reckon it's easier and probably better on the environment. There's no plastic to throw out at the end. Better for the environment, less expensive, <laughs> and you're probably getting a higher dose because some of these patches don't even have enough in them to do what they're doing the, a patch will only deliver a very low dose of, of vitamin and i mean i suppose patches do have an application don't they with uh, nicotine replacement for example exactly perfect example nicotine replacement therapy hormone replacement therapy and even some um pain relief like if you're on an opioid based drug but those are very specific chemicals that we know absorb very well through the skin and we know that you only need very low doses which is why patches can work 
for those particular indications. Noel, good to chat with you. Thanks for joining us on Drive. Thank you for having me on. That's Noel Wheat, Associate Professor at the School of Pharmacy, University of Sydney. Joy Drive on Joy 94.9 FM in Melbourne, Joy on your digital radio, iHeartRadio, TuneIn.com or the Joy app, no matter where you are. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.